Okay, here we go. My name is Shane Brucher. Um, this is my first podcast I'll be recording. Um, and I want my audience to be able to, to know a little bit about me. So I would like to uh, give an introduction of who I am. Um, I'm 35 years old from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, grew up in a pretty broken home. Um, parents divorced at a young age. Um, father went to prison. Um, I was thrown back and forth between my mom, dad, my aunts, uncles, um, just basically whoever would take me in. Um, had a lot of behavioral problems through school. Um, played sports, which ended up being a huge escape for me. Um, found myself uh, without a father who, who got sentenced to life in prison at, at 16 years old. And even though my dad was pretty screwed up, um, he was... He was always there for me the most and the best he could be with what he knew. And um, me and my dad had a very special bond. And and when he went to prison for good, um, that place in my life was where I, I went into a huge identity crisis. And um, I was offered heroin and um, and I took it. And that led me into an addiction that, that went pretty deep, pretty fast. Um, ultimately ended up, um, going to rehab, um, for it. Um, I went to a a place called teen challenge, which ended up being an awesome place. Um, it was 14 month program. Um, and I had gotten married prior to this program and, and actually, uh, had a child as well. And meanwhile, fighting addiction anyways, going through getting out of, uh, getting out of recovery ended up falling back. Um, meanwhile, while I was in there, I got, uh, my, my first wife had divorced me. Um, so get out screwed up. Um, but through going through teen challenge, I learned, uh, the word of God and I learned scriptures and I, I, it opened me up to, Ultimately, what I know now, God was using that in my life, um, but I did not see it at the time. So then I got back out and I got clean from heroin, but then I started using meth um, and fell fell pretty hard into a meth addiction. Um, went on for some time and ended up going back through Teen Challenge a second time. Um, the second time going through was a pretty eye-opener for me, um, just being pulled away from life and being pretty confused and and broken at this time, but I didn't go down far enough. Um, Got out of there. Uh, Went and lived with my Uncle John for some time. Continue uh, using meth and uh, alcohol began to become my new vice. And uh, alcohol was probably the worst one for me um, because it's everywhere and it's acceptable in society. And it's just a, it's a real difficult thing to struggle with. So Going through a uh, going through that addiction, um, and somewhere along the lines, uh, 2013, uh, the beginning of January, I met my wife now, which we have been together 10 years, and she has been a lifesaver for me. God has sent her to to help awaken me and help me to see myself ultimately. Um, so, so going back when I first met my wife, I was, I was in meth addiction and alcoholism 
And um, so we made a decision to move to Joplin, Missouri. Um, and, and moving to Joplin, Missouri, it, it helped me to get clean. I still used here and there, but not like I was. And so we, we moved down to Joplin for about a year. My son was born there and came back up to St. Louis, lived with my wife's grandparents and ended up getting our own place. And uh, drinking was, was every day, um, five, six days a week you know, 20 beers a day. And it just became very destructive. And I wasn't able to pay attention to my wife or my son at the time. Then we then we ended up having um, my daughter, um, which my son now is eight and my daughter is six. Um, So moving along through a whole relationship, my wife and I, we had trouble communicating. Um, My wife was always sober and always trying to help me. My wife thought she could save me. And um, going through our marriage, she always heard a little voice inside of her that said, don't give up on him. Um, So we just had a very uh, tough relationship because of my addiction and the things, the selfishness and the self-centeredness and how addiction had gripped and taken all of my focus away from my family. Um, So... Um, leading into January 9th this year, it was a cold winter day. It snowed, um, and my son asked me to take him outside sled riding. And at this point, I had basically hit rock bottom. I became so depressed and so, so hurt inside. And for the first time in my life, I had seen the pain I was causing other people. I had seen the pain and felt the pain that my wife was feeling and that my children were feeling the effects of my addiction in my life and how it was rippling onto others. So um, January 9th, going outside, my son asked him, and I was pretty suicidal at this point. Um, I was by far at the lowest point I have ever reached in life. And and um, I had taken my daughter earlier this day to um, uh, Deerberg's to get roses for my wife and my daughter because I was actually going to take my life and I was trying to do one last good thing for each one of them before I I I could muster up the guts to to end it and so my son this day being blinded by my own pain he asked me to take him out sled riding and I just could not say no to him with crying tears flooding down my face I couldn't say no to him and so we went sled riding and my son has always been scared to sled ride and so I was telling him, what about going halfway on the hill? And as I was walking to the bottom of the hill, I was looking at my son and I started talking to him. And I said, Brody, I'm right here at the bottom of the hill. I said, just trust me. You got to let go. And I, there was about a three second delay. And I started to acknowledge and feel the presence of God for the very first time. It became so real and that he was wanting my attention in my life. And and as I was speaking to my son, I said, just let go. Trust me. I'm right here. I will catch you. And as I was speaking those words to my son, God began to reiterate those same words to my spirit. And I knew at that moment, my son actually looked at me and he said, dad, do you feel that? And when he said that, it just all came together in that moment. And, And Jesus saved me that day. And I remember so strongly feeling freedom for the first time that that like I had been able to to let my guard down and expose myself for who I truly was and and Jesus this day he 
he he kind of spoke it in a thought form, but he said, if you want to follow me and you want this life and you want a way out, I will heal you. I will deliver you. But you have to go tell your wife everything you've lied to her about. And this was 10 years of hiding, lying, manipulating, talking to girls, deleting messages, just a lot of disgusting behavior. Um, so my wife was working at home at the time. So I, I came inside and I asked her if she could take a break from work and I began to open up to her and, and I began to really just let myself be seen for who I truly was. I, I finally just having that encounter with Jesus changed my life so much that I was willing to let my guard down and expose myself, all the lies, all the things that she already knew. She just wanted to hear it from me. And, and through me opening up and sharing all that, I already accepted that she was going to leave me and that she deserved better. But through me opening up and, and telling her everything I did, it actually, it actually touched her and God began to work in her life at that moment. Mind you, we were never raised in church. We have no, in our relationship, we have no history of reading the Bible nothing at all. I mean, my wife will tell you she did pray to God to save me from my addiction and through my addiction um, periodically through our relationship. But neither one of us had any type of foundation with God. There, There's, you know, I mean, so from that day forward, God began to take me on a journey of recovery. And he began to wake me up early every single day. And, and I agreed to the process. I mean, there's a co-laboring event that takes place. But if you turn to Jesus and you surrender your life to him, he will help lead you to a place of freedom, to a place of healing. Um, you know, one thing I didn't share in my story earlier is that um, I was sexually molested as a young man by one of my friend's older brothers. And, and that really messed with me growing up. And I always thought if anybody ever found out about this, man, they would really look at me like a piece of trash. Um, and it had just messed up my way of thinking. And it made me scared and fearful. Like it almost made me feel like I did something wrong. Um, but God wants to heal you of that. And, you know, I've my life now makes so much sense. And, and I know why I went through every single thing I went through in life is because it's made me who I am today. And I would not change any single thing that I've been through. Um, in my life because it's made me a strong uh, person who understands and is willing to, you know, it, I, I know what it's like to be in the bottom. I know what it's like to be broken. I know what it's like to feel like no one understands you, uh, to feel like you don't belong or have a place in this world. I understand all of those feelings. But on the same time, now I have been brought to a place of freedom and healing through a relationship with Jesus Christ and that is what has restored, rebuilt, renewed my relationship with my wife. You know, Christ, through a relationship with him, surrendering to him each and every day, each and every moment through every day, the more you do it, man, the closer you are to him. And, um, you know, I have found answers in life that I always wondered, why am I here? What am I here for? And, um, you know, Without God, none of that makes sense. And uh, so I just want to encourage you um, that that God is with you, man, and he is there. But sometimes we are blinded by our circumstances. We are blinded by our pain. 
and we are not able to see God in the situation because our hearts are not surrendered to him. And Jesus said, if any man wants to save his life, he must lose it for my sake. And when he loses his life and gives it to me, he will find it, Jesus said. Jesus wants to give your life. He wants to take your life away that you think is your life. And he wants to give you what is truly life. That is what Jesus is. That is what Jesus does. Um, so I'm, that's, that's just why I'm here. I just want to open up and let you guys see and know me um, in hopes that you'll follow me and you know, I'll be talking about a wide range of uh, subjects and, and just different things the Lord has taught me and teaches me. And it, it's a really neat thing in life to be able to have that relationship. It's eternal. You know, we, w- the one cool thing about a relationship with Christ is you have eternal hope is that you're going to live forever. And I want to encourage you and I want to I sow a seed of hope in your heart um, that no matter what you've been through, I can guarantee you that if you will open your heart up to Christ, that he will come in and and live with you and share life with you and help guide you, lead and guide you. Um, The Holy Spirit will help fill and teach you and and lead you in the way of truth because that's ultimately what, what is happening is for all of my life, 34 years of my life, I was living a lie I thought was the truth and all of it was a lie. And Jesus showed me the truth and and opened my eyes to what is true. Um, So I'm praying and believing that for you. And as you follow me, I mean, I will continue to open up. And I, I, I believe in life experience is one of the most powerful things that God gives us. And and I am willing to open up and reveal my deepest secrets in hopes that it will help you. And um, and lead you on your journey of recovery because being honest with you just because somebody doesn't use drugs or alcohol which is an easy thing to be seen does not mean that we as humans don't have other issues like anger bitterness unforgiveness these things bind and grip us and put us in cages and christ wants to free us from that cage um hurt loss loneliness these are all cages that that sin puts us in and we are born with a sin nature we have a disease in our blood that we are born with all the way from the garden of uh, Adam and Eve they had made a decision to disobey God and from that very moment sin entered the human bloodline and it goes from generation to generation through the blood and Jesus comes to break the curse of sin and death he gives you the ability to say no to sin and in that my friend I want you to experience that and um, like I said I am here to open up and share and help and lead and guide and I just want to give an introduction of who I am and um, what I believe and I want to thank you for listening today and um, I look forward to uh, you know connecting with you and and just uh, going on a journey together thank you guys again and I appreciate you